It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Which key? It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. I'm your host, Rich Keefe, joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm having a great day, Richard. How are you? I am also having a great day. I'm excited for this episode. It is the email bag because nothing says a 53rd episode like answering email and Twitter questions, I've always said. So get excited. <laughs> when that. I think of the yeah, when I think of the number fifty three, that's the thing that pops out in my head mm-hmm. is email. It's definitely not a hey, we don't have any topics, so why don't you just give us a yep. bunch of topics topic? That's kind of what that is. But we're still gonna do our normal bells and whistles, including the news and notes of the week. <laughs> Ryan, let's begin with Joss Whedon being out on Batgirl. What are your thoughts? Um, the, what, what troubles me about this is he said he didn't have a story. Yes. Which there's definitely no stories about Batgirl. Yeah, there's no stories about Batgirl. There's probably no source material you could pick from. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's a bit of a snob. Yes. So I'm guessing that he didn't have any of his own stories to tell, so he backed away from it. I feel like the shine is kind of off of Joss Whedon. I think he's getting a lot of backlash. There was some other the, the other stuff that has come up about him. I think people are down on him. I think, and I think a lot of it has to do like like we were just kind of alluding to. I think he's kind of sniffing his own farts at this point. Yeah, like he a lot of fart sniffing. He's better than the source material, you know what I mean, which is absolutely not true. We had, I believe it was Mike, he had a great Keith Spiracy on Twitter. He said that Joss Whedon was actually never attached to the Batgirl, but they said that DC brought him in knowing they wanted him to fix Justice League, and they initially gave, like, hey, he's going to be doing Batgirl. Like, oh, well, since he's doing this, he might as well help with Justice League, where in reality they just wanted him to help with Justice League. I was like, yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's not out of the realm of possibility. That that has some legs. And right? you know, you know what? I don't think would be a terrible idea. Maybe have a a female director do Batgirl. I don't think that would kill you. No, it would not kill you. And I think in this day and age, that's a that's a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. Not because it's a woman, but get somebody in there who knows women a little bit better than Josh. Josh has had some issues with the ladies recently. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. Yeah. I think so. People are going to be like, all right, let's let somebody else get in there. I mean, Patty Jenkins did sh- such a good job with Wonder Woman. Maybe have somebody else. Take on How about Batgirl. a Catherine Bigelow? Ooh, Get Catherine Bigelow on it. I would definitely watch a Catherine Bigelow Batgirl. Yeah. That would be that would be fantastic. Other movie news, Ryan. Mark Hamill is trying to get himself in on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. And why not? I want to be in that movie. Who doesn't want to be in that movie? I think it'd be a lot of fun if he was in that movie. I think. That movie could get nuts. You could get some of the old. I mean, especially if you get like Sly Stallone and like all of the like original. Guardians that they show that showed up in Volume Two, and then you also include Mark Hamill. I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't do that. And what would be even better? Just, just throwing this is just a trial balloon. Feel free to shoot this down. What if we're jumping dimensions all over the place and we just happen upon Luke Skywalker? Just saying. Now you're telling me that the Star Wars universe and the MCU are one and the same. <laughs> They're all under the Disney flag, my guy. <laughs> and Mickey Mouse and the girl from Frozen, or both girls from Frozen. Get them all Why in there not? together. People like a shared universe, so I, I am in on that. Speaking of shared universes, it sounds like X-Force is going to begin filming in October. Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, and Cable, Josh Brolin, are both set to be in uh, that film. Uh, there's some speculation. Do you think they should bring back Psylocke? from the uh, X-Men Apocalypse. As long as it's Olivia Munn, because I am a fan of hers. People like Olivia Munn. However, maybe not the best actress. Uh, you know, people said that about Ryan Reynolds. You know, people said he didn't have the chops Touche. Although he carried two guys a girl in a pizza place. He did, but then he also stunk up the joint with his romantic comedy run that he did. Although I would say just that... Friends, I know you're going to say Just Friends is, is an all-timer, and it is. Just but. Friends is very rewatchable and definitely maybe is perhaps the greatest rom-com there's ever been. Uh, it does not hold a candle to Sleepless in Seattle, but we're not here to talk mm, about those. No, we're not. That's not what we're here for, unless it comes up in the email bag. It just might. Or when, when Harry Met Sally is one of my favorite romantic comedies. Oh, so. there you go. Again... Not what we're here for. If it not shows we're up, here in the email, we're getting off topic. <laughs> spoiler alert: It's not in the email bag. I looked at the questions ahead of time. It is not in there. Uh, how about this? Also in October, Godzilla versus Kong will begin filming. Now the movie won't be out until 2020, but on a scale of one to six, six being super pumped, Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, aren't they calling this Rampage? <laughs> I'll take that as a one. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not all that excited. How about this? Did you see the trailer? Actually, I know that you did, so forgive me for asking a stupid question. No, I question. didn't. I didn't. Did you see the trailer for Heredit- Hereditary? I did not. Wait, you didn't? Oh, you didn't. No, didn't. That's right. But no, because yeah. and what I was told is that well, a lot of people, when, when Get Out had a lot of buzz, people were like, don't read anything about it. Don't think of anything about it. Just, just go into it. So I did. And the same thing with Hereditary. So people are telling me, the people who have seen the movie, they're saying, don't see the trailer and just go and just trust us that it's good. Go see it. Yeah, now the movie so comes I, out in the summer, although they released it, what, in Europe or one of the festivals already? Yeah, and it's, it's like, like 100% con, yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, it's 100%. Yeah. And, and it's supposed to be the scariest movie of this generation. Yeah, they're saying it's like the exorcist of this generation. And yeah. So it's called Hereditary. Marcus from the Boxers podcast was the one that put it on our radar. I watched it, and I only watched it once, and I'm not like going over it with a fine-tooth comb. So maybe there were spoilers, but I certainly couldn't really tell. I just thought it was pretty eerie. Tony Collette is in it, who I really like. I like Tony Collette. Yeah, she's, she's in great. a lot of good stuff. Even when she's in bad stuff like Krampus, like she's still good in it. And so... This does look pretty tapped. And I think your point on Get Out is good. Like, I I think I, I don't know if I've told the story in the podcast or not, but I listened to when Jordan Peele was on the Bill Simmons podcast, and this is before I saw the movie, and he said how, like, influenced he was by Stepford Wives. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm watching, like, as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, oh, this this is Stepford Wives. Like, like yeah, this see, is, I didn't know anything about this, so that's actually good. I didn't know Yeah, so I'm like, that was kind of a... But anyway, so Hereditary is uh, very much on our radar. I'm looking forward to that. I think it's a June release. A couple of TV shows that were back this week. We'll start with The Good. That would be Ash versus Evil Dead. They're back for season three. Pretty good episode. But Uncle Buck brought this up, and he's kind of right. He's like, can you tell me the difference between the episodes? <laughs> no, there's no difference. Between, it's very formulaic. But, yeah. like, but that's what the people kind of – it's not so much the plot that you're getting. It's, what I love about that show is kind of like the cheesy effects that they do, like the Raimi effects that they continue to do. There's yeah. like no, there's very little computer-generated effects. Um, and just Bruce Campbell's reaction to stuff is the best part of that show. Yeah, and like Pablo's a good sidekick, and so like yeah. there's a lot of good comedy between the two. They all they definitely do like crazy kills just for the sake of crazy kills. So there is that. It's it's good mindless half hour television. Yeah, and it's only like you said, it's only a half hour. Yeah. So like, what do you have to lose? You know what I mean? And what's cool too is they uh, sometimes I don't know if they do this every week. I think they must. Like on Stars, like if you have on demand, like the the episode comes out at nine o'clock on a Sunday night. But yep. earlier in the day, they, they like release it on demand, so you can watch right, it then. Which is great. Uh, so, The Walking Dead is also back. Uh, the mid-season premiere, I guess. Man, this show stinks. <laughs> it stinks, and like, it's what are we on season eight? Oh, episode eight or nine, like, right? yeah, I think it's eight, and it's episode like nine or whatever. And I'm like, man, I've watched so many hours of The Walking Dead, and it just. It's bad. I want, and now I'm trying to remember. I'm like, it was good at one point, wasn't it? Or was oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. And I like, I was into it until about season four or five, and then like, but your problem is, is you're so into it now, you can't stop. I can't. I really can't. Like, it's too much of an investment to just be like, oh, yeah. I don't care how it ends. Blah 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 blah. Like, I have to, I have to watch it, but I, I hate it. I hate it so much. They should have ended. It should have ended like three seasons ago. Yeah, they should have. And I don't even know if they knew what the ending would be three seasons ago. Whereas like now. I'm told, or I'm not told, but I've read, like, Robert Kirkman, he knows how it's going to end, but, like, it still may go on for another couple of seasons. And I'm like, this is just the pits. And one of the things I really liked about the comics was that you had, like, your mainstay people, but, like, people came and went. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like they're hanging on to certain characters like too long. So they just got rid of one long time character. I'm not gonna, yeah, 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 I'm not yeah. going to spoil it. People like, but they got rid of one character, which is great. Like they should have gotten rid of this character seasons ago. That's that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're absolutely right. Anything else news wise before we get to your uh, segment? Oh uh, no, let's hit this. Which one website has referred to this as fairly informative? <laughs> It's time for Davey's Video Game Minute, even if it takes more than a minute. By the way, what did you think of the article? We, so we, we tweeted it out, this uh, website, Twin Cities Geek, they wrote a review of Hashtag Dork. I think it was like 84. 85- Five percent positive, but there was a yeah, few yeah. like little jabs, and and so I'll take it. I'm happy with it. They could have said it sucked and whatever. They they could have felt that way. But and you said you said they we read an, 
they, you mentioned to me that they wanted to do um, a review of the, of the podcast, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And you're like, but wait. And you're like, look at this review. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, they like shredded they, this other one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ripped it. And so this one, this was fairly, uh, well, I say fairly because, uh, so the, the author referred to Davey's Video Game Minute pretty much as fairly informative. She said that the podcast was mildly humorous, which I guess is fine to each their own. Yeah. Uh, cr- constructive criticism. And there was another line in there. That, oh, she called us bros a lot. Yeah, the word that's, bro came up a lot. That's fine, which I is, guess. That's which fine. is fine. Um, again, I mean, that, if I were to take exception to anything, first of all, what's, long, what's wrong with a lukewarm bath, Richard? Uh, uh, enjoy, you know, it's not hot, it's not cold. It's just you have a nice time in there. You I'd know, like I'm it fine. a little bit warmer, to be honest. You would. Not you too would, hot, but though. Yeah, I would like to be funnier. I would like to be smarter. I would yeah. like to be more informative. I would actually like to be 6'5". I'm not. <laughs> you know what I mean? There are certain things you can wish you can wish in one hand and crap in the other, and guess which one's going to get filled first. You yeah, know what I, mean? I can't make myself funnier. Yeah. I, can't make my, I can't actually make myself more informative. So I'm going to actually try for that. I'm going to read but more. I, no, probably not. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, nah, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is at this point. We can do we can do things to better ourselves, but I'll tell we you, we could. This, no, I did almost... take that. We sh- I, I would like the podcast to be better than it is. Uh, so we, I seriously do take constructive criticism. Sometimes we oh, yeah. we read it and and I try to apply it. Other times I'll throw it in the bin. But I am I am open to all kind of suggestions for the show. I do think, and here's sound the excuse alarm, big time yep. excuse. Uh, Davey and I doing it in different locations is tricky. Like it's just it's just easier when you're in the same room. I just did an episode of Mac and Goo. All three of us are in the same room, and it just it just is easier to flow that way. So that's yeah, that's I my think. excuse, and it's 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 been like that for a hundred episodes. It's not going to change anytime soon. So that'd be my one excuse. No, and it's fine. Like I said, I just I appreciate the fact that anybody is listening to this, especially in the Twin Cities, Minnesota area that's listening to this like, yeah no awesome. idea how they heard about it so we'll take no it. idea but right. but thank thank and it was like you said it was like b plus positive it was um, yeah, yeah it was i'm good. a little i'm a little perturbed by the word bro considering i'm almost like 37 years old like that trips me out a little bit i thought yeah. i got out of that and but. i don't think we're super broy, but i think compare like that's a straight geek website and i think we come at it a little different like we're and that's why i think dork is the perfect label for it, is because we're not nerds we're not geeks but we're also we're getting to be old ass men, so we're not jocks anymore, and so we yeah, right, we, we right. like all of this stuff, you know. And so, yeah. and we always have, and now we're just talking about it. So I think dork is more the. In fact, you can get a shirt right now on T Public that Goop made <laughs> that says, "I'm not a nerd, I'm a hashtag dork," which I think yeah, sums no, us no, up pretty I, well. I would like to say, you know, I would like to put a button on it and say, like, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to. I think she listened to like a handful of our episodes. I think she definitely did. Yeah, she listened to a yeah, bunch. Yeah, and because and she mentioned like very specific things, and so that right. that was really cool. Um, just to you know be thought of and you know enough to write an article about it. So, yeah, that was cool. In the in the Minnesota area, so thank you so much for listening, and thank you for like not like ripping us to shreds because that would have I would have never done another podcast again because I'm very fragile. You're very you're in a fragile state twenty four seven. So I'm glad she yeah. was. Uh, Fairly nice to you. Now, it was nice back, for my dangled nerves. Now back to the fairly informative Davies video game. <laughs> yes, well, we got already so, in progress. I'll keep this. Sh- I'll keep this short because we've already got, we've uh, already gone past my minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Fortnite started this new season. We're getting jetpacks now, Richard. Okay. Which I, and this, I will th- speaking being fairly informative. How Rich plays Fortnite for the people listening at home is the most <laughs> fascinating thing I have ever seen. So. If you watched our stream the other night, we were sitting there and, like, you know, Wes and I are trying to get our bearings and we're trying to get some stuff together and we're gathering materials and weapons and all these things. And then five minutes into <laughs> the round, Rich just drops out of the sky, out of nowhere with nothing. And we were like, where the hell have you been? And he just, I'm out for a float. I like, I like the skydive. I like the sky. I come down with a, I, I touch down softly with a weather. And then I, just, <laughs> I, go, I go about my business. I'm like, somebody, somebody dropped me a gun. <laughs> What's amazing is that I think we actually won that game. Yeah. Um, and you were just out for a stroll. And I think you said, to quote you, it was the most peaceful part of your day. I love it. It's just I absolutely love it. Because I, I, I scream at the top of my lungs during Overwatch. I lose my mind. And then in Fortnite, it's just like, I just have a drop. And I don't know why more people don't do this. People are like losing their minds. They're going right to Tilted Towers. I yep. just have a float. And so here's a little tip to everybody out there. If you're playing solo, <laughs> take your time. Take your sweet time and just get down there, float, take a look at the whole map. I once, uh, one time, uh, you know, 100 people start. I once touched down and there was 50 people left. Yep. I, la- I, I landed and there was 50 people left. 
it was in the 60s when you touched down. Like, and it was amazing. A, a quarter of the people in the game were gone. We had a good uh, – last night, me and Mac and a couple of his buddies, we finished second in the squad. I landed a little bit sooner that time. But, right. but well, th- that goes to show you. You should have taken your time. It was funny. One of Mac's buddies was like, Keith, are you still up in the air right now? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. You you bet your ass just, I am. Just floating on a breeze. Just having a nice, <laughs> having a nice float. I don't know why more people don't do it. I don't know. But um, the one thing I will tell you though, there's a game, a new indie game that came out. It's on PlayStation Network. It's on all platforms. It's called Pinstripe, which I just started playing, which is getting pretty rave reviews. Um, it's kind of like the um, uh, Limbo or uh, that kind of like that puzzle kind of game. Um, oh yeah, it's actually yeah. really cool. Um, so if you, I'll just because we get a lot to get to. So uh, Pinstripe is the game I'm playing this week. Um, check it out on Xbox Live Arcade, PlayStation Network, or on Steam. Uh, you can get it. It's getting great reviews. So check that out. So All now right. we can get to the. the Let's meet. get to the topic du jour, Ryan. And okay, what what are we going to do there? Well, that's the topic of the day, and today it is an email bag. I think it's the second ever email bag that we have done. So there was two ways to get hold of us. Uh, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. That is always open. That's the email. That's very easy to uh, to get to us. We read them all. Uh, also, at dorkpodcast on Twitter, and we encouraged you to use the hashtag uh, dorkbag. And so that was that was good as well. And for anybody who got in late or we missed you, we'll, we'll try to you know answer those at a, at a later date. I apologize for not getting to those, but we got a bunch to get to. Let's start with uh, Sandra or Sandra. I guess maybe, maybe that's our first mystery. Sandra or Sandra? Scotty. She says, I think I can help you on the Pan Pam situation. <laughs> Which stone, Ryan, do you think is on Wakanda? Soul stone. Has to be the soul stone. Has to be. Has to be the soul stone. Now, not in Black Panther. That's a minor spoiler there. But this is, to the best of my ability, Space Stone is was in Asgard, and we think that uh, Loki stole it at the end of Ragnarok. Yes. The reality stone the collector has. The yes. power stone is currently at the Nova Corps. Yes. Which I think that's the purple one. Yes. Yeah, which we also see in Thanos' glove in the Infinity War trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mind stone is currently in Vision. And then the time stone, uh, Doctor Strange is in charge of that. Yes. So it has so to be reason, the soul so, stone. It has to be. And the, I, I was looking through, because I, I got the email bag last night, so I was looking through. And the description of the soul stone says... It allows the user to steal, control, manipulate, and alter living and dead souls. The soul gem is also a gateway to an idyllic pocket universe. So in my mind, if you saw Black Panther, you know that he goes into this, like, Wakanda heaven kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. So that could be the soul stone manipulate, you know, that could, and, you know, we talk about this media that crashed to Earth that was made of vibranium. Wouldn't it make sense that the soul stone is at the center of that? Yeah, and the way that they show at the beginning of Black Panther, the uh, the meteor, it's like kind of like glowing a little bit, like from the inside yeah. or whatever. So that would be my hunch. Plus, Infinity War trailer, there's a lot going on on Wakanda. And for this movie, there'd be no reason, I think, to have a huge battle on Wakanda if there wasn't a stone there. Like, Thanos exactly. needs to collect these stones. He doesn't need to go hang out in Wakanda. No, he does not. All right, this one. This he wouldn't even know how to get there. Uh, no, probably not. You could use a maybe a Doctor Strange portal, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. But this one's from Alex. Uh, first question is for Keith. Uh, so you have no problem with Gamora's lack of eyebrows. Again, I've said on many occasions I would love to steal a smooch from Gamora, or Zoe Saldana, but specifically Gamora. So the answer is no. I have no problem at all. And, you know, what's funny is I didn't even notice that until they, <laughs> until they said that. Well, they're like, well, they that. almost look like scars. There's like, there's like lines where like they would be, but she doesn't really have eyebrows. But I could give yeah. two shits about that. Uh, for Davey, favorite mythos, assuming it's Greek or Roman. Also, what's the most underrated? It's actually not. It's actually not Greek or Roman, as, as though that is my trade. Um, I'm a huge fan of Celtic mythology and storytelling. Um, in my Twitter bio, um, I, am, I refer to myself as a modern-day Shaunaki, which is an Irish storyteller, which they would tell these stories. <laughs> I would not even know how to pronounce that. Until Shaun- it's Shaunaki. Shaunaki. Yeah. Uh, I was like, see, and, and my, uh, my other favorite, and I would say the most underrated, um, which I got into um, because of American Gods, obviously, and the Neil Gaiman's book, but uh, uh, Norse mythology is actually super fascinating and cool. The story about or Scotty. Scotty, Scotty, or Scotty. Scotty. Um, the stories about Thor and Loki and how they interact is actually, if you, watch, if you read those and then watch the movie, it's actually pretty funny, like how yeah. they actually use those. There's a story that he tells in Ragnarok about like, Loki turning himself into a snake. 
Like that's a real story. That's oh, right, real, right, right. Yeah, that's like a yeah, real. Yeah, that's right. a real Norse myth- mythology story. So that that's actually one of my most underrated. I would say is Celtic, and my favorite is Norse. All right, good, good stuff. All right, this next portion we get into the uh, the boxers podcast portion of questions because yep. both Marcus and Wes emailed in with uh, several questions. So let's rip through these. Uh, first one, first group of questions is from Marcus. Who can spit the furthest? I'm going to say me. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I'm not exactly I, gonna, a, a, yeah. a distance spitter. And I, I am a huge fan of uh, seeds, whether they be sunflower or pumpkin or whatever, so I get a lot of practice. Oh, our baseball team right. went through bags on yeah. top of bags on top of bags. Yep. All right, this next question, uh, who would survive the longest doing a wife swap? And he makes it clear there's no smooch stealing here, just simply coexisting. So now I know. Go ahead. Yeah, let me let me <laughs> handle. So I'm just going to start this off. I know that I'm the the hot chili one, but actually in real life, I am much. And I, 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 Rich, I'm not saying anything out of school because I think you'll agree with me. I'm actually much easier to deal with than you are. Uh, yeah. I so I so <laughs> I posed this question to my wife. Yeah. And first of all, she didn't really understand it at first, and then I was trying yeah. to explain to her what the deal is, and then she was like, "Oh." She's like, me and Ryan would last longer than you and, and Mrs. Davey. And girl Ryan. And girl yeah. Ryan. And I was like, I don't think so. I go, you roll your eyes at me when I play video games, and Davey plays way more video games than I do. And she's like, yeah, but and I believe these were her words, but he's not obnoxious. <laughs> and so <laughs> she, was like, she was like, girl Ryan wouldn't be able to deal with you for like two hours. I was like, well, that's upsetting to hear, but I still – so maybe she's right. And if, if no, you guys I, both- Knowing know. Girl Ryan like I do, the issue that you would run into is that you are both very headstrong. <laughs> Why well, I'm much more flexible than you are. Now, I think that's, that's not, again, that's not anything you don't already know. So yeah, that's probably true. Hopefully. But when um, there would be some headbutting there. You guys would get along fine. You guys get along fine. You've we do. I like, I like her very much. Yes. Yeah, yes. She's very funny. You're very funny. But there would be a personality clash. That once she told <laughs> you to do something and you'd be like, no. Yeah, that would be an issue. Well, it would and then also, she wouldn't talk to you for weeks, and well, then you'd be like, "What's wrong?" And she'd be like, "Nothing." It would just be me trying to convince her to watch the leftovers, like one of the first conversations I oh, ever yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah. she was like, "I watched one episode that show sucks," and then I was so offended by it, and then I was trying to talk her into it, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, you like the show where all the people disappeared?" And I'm like, "Yes, I do. That's oversimplistic, but the show's actually very good." So yeah, and maybe, you know what else you would do that would drive her nuts is you would watch it without her. Yes. Oh yeah, I'd be I'd be done. I'd yeah. watch it all the time. So yeah, you're right. It'd probably be uh, you and and my wife. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This one I think is easy. Would you rather be the smartest guy in the room or the funniest? Uh, I spent a lot of time trying to be the smartest guy in the room, and people <laughs> and people hated me for it. Yeah, it's lame. Uh, funniest, it's, so it's not lame. even close. Give me funniest so every time. Everyone loves the funny guy. Like uh, my wife's sisters, um, they stole a line from the office. They called me behind my back until I found out. Actually, they called me actually because I would just correct them all the time, <laughs> like they do Oscar in the office. Like actually. That's so I, I, I did that for a time, and I've, I've, uh, being older now and knowing the error of my ways, I'd yeah. like to apologize to them publicly for correcting them. That's the worst. Are. Yeah, funniest is the yeah. answer. Who can rap the best between the two of us? What do you think? Well, you're much more musical than I am. You can, oh, yeah. defi- you can definitely sing and play musical instruments, but rap is a little bit different. But the answer is still you. I, you won a rap battle. I have never won a rap battle. Oh, that's true. I did win a rap battle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all right, maybe it's me. Let's so go today, right now, you. Yeah. But I, I think if given some practice, <laughs> if, I might you, be able to. if you had time to harness your craft. All right, here's a great question. If the sky is the limit, which let's face it, it always is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What do you want hashtag dork podcast to be? What doors would you want it to open? So this is like pie in the sky. Yeah. Like this is like no limits. Like, you know, most of all, like I would love to do this on a re- like a daily basis in the same room. You know, yeah. like, you know, and, and mag- make some money <laughs> off of this thing. Like, because talking to one of your best friends about things that you're passionate about is like one of the coolest things in the world. Like, I get to do that every week, and that's, right. that's awesome. Right. Um, and it's easy. So it's, um, I know we, we do a little bit of planning, but the, the amount of planning that we have to do for this is like minimal, which is amaz- still amazing to me that you and I, 20 years later, can still find stuff to talk about. Right. No, it is, it is um, pretty great. I, I'm, with, and, I'm with you on this. And the other thing that, like, Ultimately, like what I would love is to just uh, like in the Boston, you know, Boston has a professional gaming scene now. You know, Boston has like uh, this door, like a music scene and stuff like that. So I would love to be like more involved in that 
mm-hmm. and be kind of like out in the public and doing things like that. And I, I think you need your own talk show at some point. Yes. Um, but that's, like I said, pie in the sky type of stuff. But. So I think that's, I'm, I'm, I think similar. Like I would love for like on a small scale just to be like always ranked in like iTunes, just like more people find it. It's just like, I want it to be something that, you know, just grow. And like, we've already grown like since we've started, but I just want more and more listeners and like to be able to do like a live show. Like, I think it'd be so cool. I don't even know what it would entail, but like, if we were like, if we were at like the Wilbur or like something like that and just yeah, like yeah, had yeah. people show up and listen to us talk about this, this nonsense. Like, I think, I think that would be fun. And then like I like doing the show like just the two of us but maybe if it became even bigger like you would get like a guest like you would get like a big time you know I don't even know who like uh Kevin Smith who unfortunately is going through some tough health stuff right now but yep. like somebody like that would like join the podcast and it wouldn't be crazy like who are these guys it could be like somebody who like oh yeah from that podcast that's doing really well like that <laughs> that's what I think I would want and you know, for me like as far as opening doors and stuff I think one of the coolest things that you know people reach out to us and they talk to us about like how you know, they found this podcast and how much they enjoy listening to it and how, you know, they, they yell at their radio like they're talking to one of their friends. I mean, that's yeah. the coolest thing to me is when people reach out and be like, it means something to them. Oh, my God. So um, speaking of that, let me just jump yeah. Yeah, throw this in here right now. I get to that. You get to it. Yeah. We got an email. and This this was really, really nice. We got an email from a listener, Mark, who uh, a member of his family is going through just a brutal health situation and one that may not get a whole lot better. And he reached out to us to say... That you know, he and his family are going through so much, and once a week he looks forward to Tuesday night. He listens to us, and for an hour he can kind of escape all of that. And you know, I guess he finds us more than mildly humorous. But anyway, like he he sees that almost as an escape, and that kind of blew my mind. I was like, oh, that is all. Like I, that was maybe the nicest compliment we have gotten. You know, for somebody or we'll dealing ever, with something or we'll like ever that. get, or we'll yeah. probably will ever get. So I mean, we're sending all the positive thoughts to Mark. I mean, I think everybody on different levels has dealt with health scares either with, either with themselves or with a loved one, and it's the worst. It's just the worst. And so for our little podcast to give somebody like that a little bit of an escape is awesome. So thank you, Mark. Thanks for listening, and thanks for letting us know that. That, that means a lot. Yeah. Um, next question here. This is also from Marcus. He has a couple more. Uh, assuming one of you is due for a prostate exam, can we get an episode of Rich interviewing people at the doctor's office before and after? I'm all in. I think that'd be pretty good. I think I might get thrown in. out. They might not. They might not like that. And the no, last, no, yeah. last one from Marcus: Free of consequences, would you sucker punch Billy Mitchell? I would not. Mm. I wouldn't, Brian. If you said Brian Koo, I'm knocking that asshole out. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I would punch Billy Mitchell. <laughs> I've, I have too much respect for him, even though he might be uh, a bit of a cheater. Like I, you can't knock his hustle. And not only that, if you watch anything with him, like outside of King of Kong, like he's not a bad dude. I think he just liked being the villain. I think for he's a, a really while. good villain. Yes, yeah, so you're a good point. Yeah. I wouldn't punch him, but Brian Koo, different, different altogether. All right, let's get on yeah. to Wesley from the Boxers. He has a couple questions. Who is on your steal a smooch Mount Rushmore? Oh boy, I got my list uh, ready. Do you want me to go, go first? Ahead, you go. Yeah, you go. All right, I got Blake Lively, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Zoe Saldana. And then the fourth one's really difficult, but I think I'm going to go with Lizzie Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan, good one. Thank you. That's a good one. Yeah, thank you. Um, so these are like, in my mind, this was like all time. Mm-hmm. That's and like, fine. And this is like in prime, in their prime, right? Uh, yeah, well, no, I, yes, I would hope so. Right, okay. Although for uh, those, I mean, those four that I picked, they're always, they've always been in their prime. Yeah, I, I think my four have as well. So here, here we go. You ready? Oh, Derek. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen Nice Is on the list uh, Olivia Wilde Nice who, she's, she's something else she's, she's gorgeous and smart And all those things Nice um, Let's see And, and w- I only went with three I didn't do four I know I was supposed to do four With Mount Rushmore That's alright Leave us with not open bullet. That's smart Number one Oh Jennifer Conley All time Ah yeah She's very beautiful I love Jennifer Conley That is very nice uh, Do you have a uh Mount Rushmore of National Monuments? I don't. I'll put the Bunker Hill. Being a, a former Charlestown resident, I'll put the Bunker Hill Monument on there, but that's where that's about where it, it ends. Yeah, I got nothing. I probably couldn't even name four. I'm not, not up old on man, that. And, and the Old Man of the Mountain. Well, pour, pour one out for him. R.I.P. Yep. Pick of the pod, Old Man of the Mountain. All right, what is Davy's favorite Greek hero, villain, and morality play? Okay, so this, <laughs> I put a lot of thought into this. Um, I love the, the Odyssey. 
Um, I te- I've oh, taught the Odyssey, and I've translated the Odyssey. So Odysseus is probably my favorite of the Greek heroes. Um, anyone who's like a trickster, I, I-, I like those mm. characters, um, like a Loki or an Odysseus or you know things like that. So I, I really like that. Um, some of the villains, I guess you could say, uh, more in Greek in Roman mythology, they're more monsters than they are anything. So yeah, the Chimera is a cool monster. Oh, like a, a I was always a big of- Cerberus fan. Yeah, Cerberus is a good one. Yeah. Cerberus is a good one for sure. Uh, Medusa, the Gorgons, mm. are a good one. Mm. Um, and then my favorite morality play, uh, one of the ones I remember reading and it just really screwed me up was uh, Medea. Not like hello, but like the actual <laughs> Medea. Tyler <laughs> um, Perry's Medea? Yeah, so Medea, the story of Medea being that she uh, leaves home, she leaves Jason, and she, and she goes, um, she's escaping her homeland, and Jason's following her. And in order to stop him from following her, she uh, kills and dismembers her children and throws them into the ocean. So he has to stop oh, and boy. collect their piece. Yeah, it's very, it's very, uh, it's a challenging read. That it's is a cha- aggressive. That, yeah, very aggressive. Good stuff. Because the the children can't get to the underworld unless they're properly buried. So he has to stop and like pick up the pieces of them as mm. she's escaping, which is just a great, you know, good family read. I also like the uh, video game Dante's Inferno. <laughs> yes, not Greek or not Greek or Roman, but that's that's fine. That was a good game, <laughs> but a fun game nonetheless. Yeah. All right. Last one from uh, Wes. Uh, you are hired to cast a Red Hood movie that will feature Batman, Nightwing, Scarecrow, Joker, and Solomon Grundy. Who are you hiring? In other words, who are you casting for those roles? Okay. Oh, uh, does Night- Nightwing first? Let's go. No, let's go Red Hood. Let's cast the lead. Uh, you know who I love for that is that uh, that Edgerton kid from uh, Joel uh, Kingsman. No, from uh, Kingsman. What's his name? Oh, the the kid, like the main kid from Kingsman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I know, yeah. I know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. I know right? who you're talking about. Last name Edgerton. Taron. Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton. You know who I'm oh. going with? Red Hood. Wait, who are you going with? Michael B. Jordan. Oh, look yes. at you! Yes, I did. And I Look think he'd, be, I think he'd be badass because... Could he do any more superhero stuff? Or is he done? Is he tapped out? No. Do more. Do more. Do more. People forgot about the Human Torch thing. That doesn't count. And then you were a villain. Uh, and then now you're going to you're gonna have to be a bigger... He deserves to be a bigger character. In Red Hood, he could take Red Hood to new heights. Yeah. What about Batman? Now, this is one I think we've probably discussed before. But if you could cast a Batman, who would it be? Uh, right now, if you told me to do it today, um, I might go Army Hammer. Oh, that's a good one. He's got that Bruce Wayne look to him. Yeah, you know what I mean. That Army Hammer would work. I'm going for Batman, Michael B. Jordan. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's, it's going to be like the Nutty <laughs> Professor. He's just going to play everybody. I'm going. I'm going Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt would actually make a really good Batman. Right now, he's a little old. Yeah, I like an old no. Batman. Because well, think about it. If, if you have a Batman movie with Red Hood, Nightwing, you might even have Red Robin and, and your kid Robin. He's got to be an older Batman, right? Yeah, I guess so. All right. I guess so. Nightwing. Nightwing. It's going to be a little bit older. Uh, you know who I'm, I'm digging right now? I watched uh, Logan Lucky. Um, Adam Driver wouldn't be that bad. Oh, he's Adam some, Driver would some, be good. He's got some action chops. And he's a little bit older, so he can be a Dick Grayson. You know what I mean? Yeah, he could. I'm thinking uh, Marlon Wayans. There you go. Okay. What do you think of that? Right. Because he was actually, he was, wasn't he a finalist for the Joel Schumacher Robin? I think he was. I think he almost he got a, that. He was much younger then. But he's got and a little bit of humor to him. And like, you if know what's he, crazy? Yeah. He's way older than you think he is. No, I know. He looks great. Yeah. He, he, look, he looks great. Who would you cast as Scarecrow? He's 45 years old, Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans is? Or maybe yeah. I need a younger Nightwing then. And by the way, did you know Chadwick Boseman is 41? Holy crap. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. That is incredible. Yeah. All right. What about uh, Scarecrow? Scarecrow. <sighs> what about like Willem Dafoe? So I have Willem Dafoe as my Joker. Oh, I had. Okay. So I. Okay. That works. That and works I think, for me. What about Crispin Glover for Scarecrow? See, that's. I had Crispin Glover for Joker. Oh, uh, they would both be good. Like, just get them in the universe somehow. They would both yeah. be really good. That's crazy that we had those flip flops. Well, those guys are nuts looking, so. Uh, yeah. And then Solomon Grundy, who Dave should... Batista, dude, that's exactly who I had. No, no way. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, we're the same casting agents. That so there Dave Batista, uh, who plays Drax, obviously would be. He'd be a great Solomon Grundy. He really would, because you know he doesn't. He was great. You watch Blade Runner, right? 
Like he was in Blade Runner for like ten minutes. No, I didn't see the new Blade Runner yet. Oh, I got great. See it. And he's in it. He's in the first ten minutes of the movie, and that's it. Spoiler. But it's the first ten minutes, so whatever. <laughs> I, will, um, I will give it a go. And uh, you know he can act. You know, but like with like Drax, like he's funny. Yeah, like Guardians time, Two. Like, he proved that like you can give him more dialogue. Yeah, and like and Solomon Grundy doesn't really need much as long as you can do the nursery rhyme, you're good. Yeah, and and but like he's this big like massive dude, so like it's and I don't want to see Dwayne Johnson in anything anymore. I'm nah, kind of over the rock. I'm good with that. But Batista or like like Goldberg. You know, it's got to be someone like, but I would go Batista. John Cena. All right, let's yeah. go. This one's from Joe. Just wondering if you guys might consider another pod dedicated to video games. Some of my favorite episodes pre-WEEI were the ones focused on best games, console, ranking best games in general. I love it. I mean, I love, yeah. I mean, I'll talk about that until, until the cows come home. I'm trying to, I, I'm with you. I mean, we did uh, the movie-based video games not too long yeah. ago. I'm trying to find a new angle because, like, we definitely did best games by console, and that kind of... That encapsulated a lot. Like, that was kind of everything. Yeah. But I'm, I'm with you, Joe. We could definitely do some more video game episodes. Uh, this one's from Josh. Uh, used the hashtag DorkBag. Best 80s action movies. There are so... Uh, I feel million. like if you're talking about action movies, there are no better action movies. I, I just started, like, listing ones. Yeah. Um, and, I, I like, to, after 20, I'm like, I can't. I, I can't try, <laughs> And the 80s is the best for it, too. But I tried narrowing it down to three. But yeah. go. What do you got? Like, what what jumped so out my, first? I'll give you my three personal favorites. These might not be like my the, um, Die Hard. Yep. Lethal Weapon. Yep. And my personal favorite of all of these movies, any eighties action movie. <laughs> I think this is gonna be on my list. But go ahead. It's it's on your list, but it's not the one you're thinking of. Okay. Um, is Big Trouble in Little China yeah, that's is exactly, my favorite. That's, that's exactly the one that I was thinking I thought of. you were going to say I was going to say Roadhouse. But no, Big no, Trouble no, no. Little Big, China Big Trouble in Little China. My, my list was Big Trouble in Little China, Die Hard, and Terminator. Yeah. Like, you can't go wrong. Like, if you talk about, like, and we think of the ones we missed, we didn't even say. Point Break, Roadhouse, RoboCop, oh. Bloodsport. Rambo. Like, we didn't say any of those. Rambo. Yeah. We didn't say any of those. You know, so it's I like, say die, die Hard better than Lethal Weapon to me. Yeah, I right? agree. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so those but, are all really good. If I were to sit down, someone said you had to put a gun to my head and said you had to watch an '80s horror movie, uh, '80s action movie right now. What do you want to watch? I would say Big Trouble in Little China. Like it's funny. I watched that movie not too long ago with um, my wife, and she had never yeah. seen it before, and she was just like, "What is this?" I'm like, "What do you mean? What is this?" She's like, "What is this a joke?" I'm like, "I don't think so." Like kind of. Like, <laughs> Maybe I'm like, I don't know. You're yeah. not you're not enjoying it. She's like, uh, "No, yeah, she it easy. she hated it." Uh, this one's from Phil. Most disappointing movie or TV endings? Discuss. So I, I got a couple. I got a couple of these. So yeah. one of them, um, Lost was okay. It was. Oh yeah, people hate Lost ending. Yeah. I didn't hate. Well, I, I didn't hate it. It okay. was just kind of disappointing. Um, the other one for me, Seinfeld was kind of like eh. Yeah. But I, I think that was by design. I think uh, listening to Jerry Seinfeld talk about it, I think it was like we're not going to do some like big, you know, it's going to go on like the the the. That universe kind of goes on. It doesn't, right. you know what I mean? So there was no real ending to that. Um, but the one I would say that I was most disappointed with, that I wanted to like throw shit at the TV, was Dexter. Really? Yeah. I never saw the end of Dexter. I've heard that's one of those shows that Don't. the beginning is great and then the end is just the shit. After right. season four, stop. Well, I would say and the, the other Sopranos. One, and the other one I would say Weeds. Sopranos. Yeah. Weeds so, was another one. Oh, Weeds had a bad ending. Yeah. I think Sopranos like famously did. And so that's sort of my theme. Like the ones where like we invest all this time and then you're not gonna tell us how it ends. Like you're gonna sort of like, hey, use your imagination on sort of how these things end. Like that's kind of a cop out, I think. Like, yeah, like you couldn't think of a better ending, so you want us to do it. So a couple of movies that jumped to mind. One was The Dark Knight Rises, and it was really because it was such a good first two movies. And the third movie's not terrible, but it's a great trilogy, and then it ends where it's like, is Batman dead? Oh, maybe he's not dead. It's, oh, he's just like vacationing with Catwoman now, and like, oh, Alfred, Alfred sees him, and they're all having like, hey, how you doing? Like, you need a break. Like, and then Joseph Gordon-Levitt with that stupid line, and I understand why they did it, like because Christian Bale and Christopher Nolan they had that thing about they're not going to do a movie with Robin. But yeah. still, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and the lady's like, "Oh, your name's Robin. Like, you should go by Robin." I'm like, "This is well, so the lame." Like, the, char- the character of Robin's name isn't Robin. Like, that's correct. <laughs> uh, so I hated yeah, that. Like, so Dark Knight Rises yeah. was bad. Uh, also, the ending of the movie Unfaithful was not great. <laughs> the one with Diane Lane. 
<laughs> what? Yeah, the unfaithful ending. <laughs> so spoiler on unfaithful, but Richard Gere kills the guy with a snow globe that uh, Diane Lane was sleeping with and had some good erotica. Like there were some good scenes. Wait, she was sleeping with the snow globe or sleeping with the dude? She was sleeping with the dude. And then, th- <laughs> and then Richard Gere took a snow globe and murdered the guy. And then the cops show up at the end and you're like, wait, so is he confessing or is he not confessing? Are they taking him in? What? And then it's like credits. <laughs> like, okay. Like, what's the deal here? So that movie's... Yeah, I, yeah, I never saw that. You've never, never seen Unfaithful? That. No. You should. It's really nice. All right. I, so speaking of stealing, stealing a smooch, I will tell you this. Like, our friend of the podcast, Fridge, from the uh, Good Brothers podcast, the wrestling podcast, do not ever talk, engage him in talking about Diane Lane, talking about stealing a smooch. Oh, big, he will go big fan. bananas talking about Diane Lane. Yeah, she's very attractive. And uh, recently single. Well, not recently, but her and Josh Brolin, I think, broke up a while ago. That's a shame. Let's go with, uh, this one's from MJ. Worst accents in movie history. He says Harrison Ford in K-19 to get you started. (laughs) There is no worse accent that I've ever heard on anybody than Kevin Costner in the movie 13 Days. The one where he plays, like, the he it's during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The worst Massachusetts accent I have ever heard in my life comes out of Kevin Costner's mouth. That's a good one. But actually, speaking of Diane Lane, wasn't she the one in Perfect Storm? And she had a brutal accent in that. Oh, yeah. Like, anytime anyone... Boston not, accents are, are pretty bad. Not from New England. Trying to do a, a New England accent is, is just tough. But Kevin Costner's was... Fu- if you watch just a clip, go on YouTube and watch a clip of that movie and him talking. Yeah. It's murder on your ears. There's some really bad... The, uh, the Whitey Bulger movie, too, had a bunch of people popping up. They were all pretty bad. And you know who I thought had a bad accent and i was like why they need to force him to be american and that was dr strange yeah that wasn't a great that was not great cumberbatch like he's but his voice is so distinct yeah just like if you watch the sherlock series or you watch anything else with him like his accent is so pronounced and he's got that like really deep voice so it's like a very distinct voice so when you change it it's kind of weird yeah maybe that's my problem too yeah all right this one comes from uh shredded beats cloverfield movie breakdown that's I mean, that's its own podcast. That's a whole thing. I would say this. First one, a solid found footage horror movie. The second one, unbelievable acting. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's one of the best actresses in the world. John Goodman is amazing in that movie. And then they tied the two together kind of loosely. And then the yep. third one was a pile of crap. That's how I very like, Here's your break. John down. Goodman was amazing. Mary Elizabeth Winstead can do anything. And there was a guy. There was another guy also on we screen. We don't know his name. I'm sure he's great. This uh, this comes in from Chris J. To separate, there's another Chris coming up here. Chris J. Have either of you read any of the Doomsday Clock comic book yet? You may be waiting for the collector's edition when it's all over. I'm finding it to be just okay, nothing special. Fun to see the Watchmen characters interact with some of the other DC characters, but overall pretty disappointed. I think for me, it's I have read the first three issues. I think that's all that's out. I think it's operating at like a B, B, B minus. Yeah. I'm okay with and it. And for me. He nailed it. Like, what, what I'm actually waiting for, I'm waiting for it all to be collected. Yeah, no, like that makes one sense. Book. That's fine. So I, I don't have to, you know, it's like not a stop and go. And that's the, the biggest issue I have. Issue, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> with, with comics. There's going to be um, 12. I heard there's delayed. Like, I heard this month's, it was supposed to be out already, and I think it's delayed. At least that's what. And for me, yeah. like, I can read a, a, a one edition of a comic book in like seven minutes. Yeah, right, right. So, so like, I get really amped up. For like a whole month, and then I read it in five minutes. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, that is kind of... Put on my thumb. You know, yeah. so I like to get them all together. All right, this email is from Dante. You're putting together a team of X-Men. No characters are off the table, but only five. Who are you picking? Dante says he would pick Cyclops, Emma Frost, Jean Grey, Wolverine, and Gold Balls? <laughs> Who's Gold Does Balls? I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you stumped us, Dante. Either that or it's a typo. I don't know who Gold Balls yeah. is. These are these are probably my five favorite. So this isn't necessarily like here are the great. This is the greatest team ever. But under the X Men umbrella, I would say Iceman, Multiple Man, Gambit, Wolverine, and Rogue. Okay, who mine's a little different. I, I went the same way. So I went, you know, my favorites: Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Mystique, Cyclops, and Beast. Yeah, that's a good one. Now, his yeah. follow-up is, he goes, say Kevin Feige tasks you with rebooting the X-Men into the MCU, how do you do it? 
And then he says, love the show. May your chili forever run hot. <laughs> I hope not. It's not good for my heart. Um, uh, I would take Whedon's Astonishing X-Men run, um, that, that's kind of like the self-contained one, Yeah, and fold that in. So, but have him direct it, obviously. Right. Um, but have his story of uh, you know, the, the mutant cure coming out. You know, and uh, and and that that whole story of that, I think it was a bunch of issues. Now, would did. you do something like uh, the X Men have already been existing in like a parallel dimension? Because that's something they could do, and I think with like the Ant Man technology, they could open that up into something else. Or would you be like X Men currently don't exist in the MCU, and then all of a sudden mutants do become a thing? I like the idea that they ha- they have existed. Yeah, you know, I they, think I think you should probably just do that. Probably they already exist. exist, and they have been established. They just don't cross paths. They haven't crossed paths with anybody. But I know? would before they go nuts. Like I would kind of I would try to keep it to like the originals, and then go from there. Like your Professor oh, absolutely, X, absolutely. Beast, Jean like, Grey, Iceman, Cyclops. Like keep it with them to start, and then expand. Yeah, you don't want to go bananas. You don't want to get, like start introducing like ink or like a uh, warpath <laughs> or like someone, and you're like, what yeah. the hell is going like, on? It's you Bishop. I mean? He's from the future. You're like the future yeah. of an alternate dimension or like our future, and they're like, shut up. You're like, okay, I don't. No, but what, what might be cool is if they now that they're all under the same umbrella is if you take you know the new mutants and kind of fold them in a little bit. Yes, that would be pretty cool. I, I like that yeah. one a lot. All right, this one comes from Joe. Uh, hashtag dorkbag. If you are stranded on an island and had to pick five movies to watch for the rest of your life, what are oh, they? Boy. Uh, you want to go first? I will go first. Mine came pretty easily. Uh, five movies. These are the most rewatchable, I would say. Like ones that I could watch on a loop. I could watch them every day, every week. Yep. Uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Scream? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1? Empire Strikes Back? And MacGruber. <laughs> I gotta shoehorn McGroover in every every time I can. Um, I will go. Let's see. Um, the Big Lebowski. Hmm. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yep. Dark Knight. Yep. Good one. Empire Strikes Back. You gotta go tap, probably right. And Slapshot. Slap- oh no. Spinal Tap, right? Or Slap oh, Shot? Yeah. Sp- yeah, I'll go Spinal Tap. All You're right. right. It has to be a Christopher Guest movie. Or maybe Best in Show. I don't know. A Christopher Guest movie. It's yeah, that's, fun. that's good. All right, this one comes in from Kevin. What's your favorite video game console of all time? I'll spearhead this. So the, I think of these two, the two that I had the most fun playing. Um, and that would be a Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. or a PlayStation 2. Yeah, I think I, PlayStation 2. Yeah. I had way more fun playing PlayStation 2 than I think any other console I've ever owned. PS2 was great. I'm going to go, it's, maybe it's a boring answer, but just original Nintendo, I think, still. Yeah. I, would, I would go with that. Um, I'm having a lot of fun right now with the PS4, to be honest, but the, uh, I, would, I would go with Nintendo for mine. Uh, Kevin also said, your, your weapon preference, you could pick between a sword, a spear, or throwing stars. My arm isn't what it used to be, so I'm going to get rid of the throwing stars. Um, now, Davey owned say, throwing stars, by the way. And when we lived together in high school, he had throwing stars in the room, and he let me throw them once. And I yep. asked him several times uh, if I could throw the throwing stars. No, because what happened was he threw them at, a, at the wall, yeah. and they hit a stud, and they um, <laughs> were dull. I had to sharpen them. I would like take them home and sharpen them, which is a strange thing to do. I think I'm sword. I'll, I'll take a sword. I've always wanted to buy a sword. My wife is kind of like, I don't think you really need a sword, but I'm very interested in buying and in, in owning a sword. Yeah, I, uh, I would go spear, and only because I'm a person, I'm a stout person who needs a little bit of distance. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can create some distance with a spear. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's pretty good. Uh, JQ emails, you two spend a lot of time on TV, movie, video games, and I quote, fuckery. However, is there something else dorky you guys spend your time or money on? For example, a board or card game, a collection of something, model building or whatever. I love the pod, even if Eugene or Chuck do not. Yeah. Um, for me, I spend a lot of money and time um, like video editing and, and doing mm. all of that stuff. So I do a lot of multimedia work um, uh, in terms of like social media and, you know, uh, any any kind of digital media. I'm kind of into that. But I also, I've alluded to several times, I have a, a collection of like seven guitars Ooh. that I play all the time. And I record little stupid things. So I spend a lot of time doing that too. So, uh, I mean, that's that's kind of a passion. A yeah. Little, little pet project oh, that's pretty that good. So... I think so that's, mo- one, that's probably for me, yeah. That's a good one. Mo- mo- I mean, most of my things probably do fall under the dork umbrella. I am, 
I guess I'm a beer snob. Like I'm into to like good beers, so like I'll go and get. Like I, I'm not one of these guys that's going to go and like wait in line like up in Maine, but like yeah, like I, I'll I'll try a lot of good beers, go to different breweries and things like that. So I'm I'm into that, I guess. Yeah, uh, I also yeah. I read I read a lot too. I don't talk about that enough, but I do read oh, that's a true. lot. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Let's go to uh, the question from Ray. He goes, you're thrown into a Hunger Games scenario, and you can pick a team to help you survive. To fill out your team, you need to pick one person from a movie, a TV show, a comic book, and a video game. Ray gives us his picks. He says he would take John Wick from the movies, Drogon from TV, Wolverine. Kind of cheating. Well, it kind of is. Wolverine from a comic, and Sweet Tooth uh, from Twisted Metal for his video game. So who are That's your... kind of cheating. You pick a dragon? Like, come on, man. Well, he picked. He, it's his question. He can pick whatever he, do whatever he wants. Yeah, but they don't put. They don't put animals into the Hunger Games. They put people. Well, my my answers would be uh, Mickey from Snatch would be my guy from right. a movie because I don't think you're going to kill him. I would go with Dario Naharis from uh, Game of Thrones because I think right. he's the toughest dude there. I would obviously take Red Hood from the comics, and from the video games, I would take Mega Man. Okay, so for me, I'm going. When he said Hunger Games, <laughs> I'm thinking like actual Hunger Games, like if we were dropped in together. <laughs> so you're, as so like you're, a taking, squad. you're taking PETA? <laughs> no, no, listen. Here's my, here's my team. From the movies, I'm taking – this is granted they're not going to double-cross me. Like we're on a team, right? Uh, well, who do you got? The Predator. <laughs> That's pretty good. So I'm taking him because, you know, right. God knows he can survive in the woods. He should be good, yeah, in the uh, woods, yeah. From TV, I'm taking Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. Ooh, perfect answer. Because if anyone knows how to survive, it's Rick. Yes. Um, comic book, I'm taking Wolverine, just because if anyone knows, yeah. he's a survivor. He survives out in the woods. Absolutely. So he can get a, you know. And video game, I'm going to take either uh, toss-up between Lara Croft and Nathan Drake. Oh, both good ones. Both really good yeah. ones. I also considered really Sonic good. the Hedgehog. I almost, almost <laughs> just want to get somewhere quick. <laughs> you to get to the center of that center of that thing quickly. Just grabbing rings. Uh, Dorkbag from Aaron. He says, "What if we could retire movies or TV shows and or characters like we do jerseys? What would you want to hang in the rafters? Example: Retire Ghostbusters, so no reboot could be made. Uh, the one I'll take, and it's already too late, but." I think Han Solo was as good as Han Solo could have ever been in those three movies that he was in. So if you want to write comic books about him, fine. But like on the big screen, I don't think there should be any more Han Solo. Yeah, Ghostbusters is a good one, and Han Solo is a good one too. But I think there's just people who like are just so like movies and stuff that are so iconic that you can't ever do them again. Yeah. Like remember there was in the early 2000s they were kicking around the idea of rebooting um, Caddyshack. Yeah, like, and I think it was uh, Vince Vaughn was going to be playing Ty Webb, and then uh, Lindsay Lohan was going to be playing Lacey Underalls. Like, that was, like, this whole thing. Oh, uh, it's so bad, movie, like, though. It. And it was a terrible idea, and I'm so glad they didn't do it. But, like, a movie like that. Well, they, rebooted, like, House. they rebooted Heathers recently, and I, I haven't yeah. seen it, but it's getting terrible reviews. Like, people hate they it. should. Yeah. It's a TV show now, right. isn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah, and, like, that, like, why? Like, and, you know, you should never do another Breakfast Club. No. You should never do any John Hughes movie, for that matter, but... Breakfast Club, specifically, you know? All right, last uh, group of questions. This comes in from Chris uh, E., who is uh, a uh, great emailer to the, to the program. He gave us a lot of questions, so let's try to rip through these, yeah. uh, try to answer them all. Says, Keith and Davey, here are some potential questions. We're going to try them all. He goes, it's been well established that you both played high school baseball. Who would you compare your peak baseball game to? For example, in my prime, I was like Scott Rowland, a good fielding third baseman that was very streaky at the plate. Who would you say you model or uh, you were similar to in baseball? I had three players, or two Red Sox players, and one California Angel who I modeled my entire baseball playing career after. <laughs> yeah. And they were you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, Darren Bragg, yeah, R. Jim R. Edmonds, yep, and Trot Nixon were like my three favorite baseball players. Now I that sums was up. That, Rich and I were I was a center fielder, Rich was a right fielder, um, and I then played center when Davey graduated because yes. So I wasn't I wasn't as fast as Rich Rich or as flashy, but I got <laughs> incredible jumps on balls. Yes, and had I was a gap hitter, uh, usually a, you know a gap hitter, but uh, surprising power and timely power when I needed it. Timely power, yep. I would say the first guy that popped into my head. I, I'm like Nick Markakis with more speed. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I had a bunch of steals. Senior year, I actually led the team in RBI. Yet I hit under three hundred, and I would say we were both good defensive outfielders. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question, though. I like, I like that one. Good. Nick Markakis uh, would like, like hit 20 home runs and drive in 90. Like He was a solid solid, yeah. solid player, but he didn't steal much, so I was a little bit different than, than Markakis And I know I'm, I'm in the low 300s, yeah. but like, you know, gap hitter, gap to gap guy, and, you know, uh, diving all over the place. Yeah. You know, I, I could, you know, so immediately I thought Darren Bragg. Like, oh, yeah, who am I? I'm Darren Bragg. I had a uh, Vladimir Guerrero like arm from right field. Oh, my God. In fact, yeah, I. I goddamn shoot. I, I, I named my uh, right arm Armin, and I would uh, yell at players not to run on Armin. You that, would, yeah. That's a real thing. We would yell at the players all the time when they were on base. And Richard and I were always in battle. Our, the only stat we cared about was outfield assists. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I think you beat me in, like, every single year, but still. And I'm still yeah. pissed. Uh, senior year, I had one error in the, the whole season, and it was because no asshole was backing up third base, and I tried gunning a guy and threw it, like, way, way over third base. And, and like, so some, mo- that's someone else's fault. Well, if somebody was backing me up, I don't think that's an error. But instead, <laughs> the, the ball sails into, like, the woods or whatever. All right, let's go to uh, what were your some of your go-to games at Fun Spot? Okay, so Street Fighter Two, right, right off the bat, is yeah. my number one game. Um, but then what I really love are the four-player games. So The Simpsons... X Men, Ninja Turtles, like I love those games. With the, with the four joysticks. Yeah, 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 yeah those, yeah. those are awesome, and I love the Time Crisis games. Time Crisis is a good time. Uh, I like. I'll go right to like Miss Pac Man. I know it's boring, but like I'll go right to to, to those type of games, and then like X Men. Uh, I think they even put Tekken in uh, a while ago, so those would be the ones. Uh, this one was more for me. He says, "Do you think that the no good lineup mishandling nonsense spewing manager, aka John Farrell, ever learned your name? He did call me Ryan once." And I think he did that as a dig. So I think he did know my name. He just didn't want to say it. Uh, next question. Would you rather have super speed, super strength, super intelligence, intelligence, or just flat out be a super villain? I would have super intelligence so I could figure out how to do the other three. Ooh, good one. I would, I'm a simpleton. I'll just take the speed. He got, <laughs> question number five. Who shot first? Greedo. I think Han. Well... George Lucas actually came out and said that Greedo shot first, and they had to do in They had to edit it though. They had to, they had to like re. He said, yeah, he said that it was always intended that he shot first. All right. Would Stephen Amell's Green Arrow beat the absolute piss out of Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye? Absolutely not. I think he would. I don't think he would. I think he, yeah, I'm a yes on that. It wouldn't you, even get close. It wouldn't even get close enough to do it. If you could reboot one show, what would it be? And he says, knowing in advance that it would actually be good. The one show that I loved that like people. I actually bought it on iTunes when it first came out, um, and I loved the show, and it ended after one season because nobody watched it. it. was The Black Donnellys. Remember that show? Uh, I never saw it. Yeah, Black Donnellys. I've heard of it, yeah. Olivia, I, young Olivia Wilde was in that, and she was ooh. something else. I would go with Firefly. I mean, that's an easy one. That's an easy one, yeah. Uh, do either of you believe in ghosts? If so, have you ever had any potential ghostly encounters and or I feel like something strange is going on here moments? I do and I don't. Um, I was the kid who always believed, like, I would hit the lights in the basement and then fly up the stairs because something mm-hmm. was going to get me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had this really, when I worked at the toll booth in New Hampshire, there was, like, this really weird, eerie thing that happened to me. I was working the midnight to eight shift. And, like, there's not really anybody coming, other than, like, truckers, like, coming down the road. And I saw, like, a, what looked like a, a woman, like, holding the hand of, like, a child. And, like, it was weird because I could see them, right? So much so that I actually came out of the booth to, like, say, like, hey, like, get out of the road, basically, or do you need help? Yeah. And a truck went by, and they were gone. Oof. Like, the light hit them, and they were gone. And, like, that, so that was, like, my one, like, ghost story. You know, so. I, I don't remember, it's funny, I just did uh, a Mac and Goo episode on Keith Spiracies, and we touched mm-hmm. on everything, so I recommend everybody go check that out. Uh, and we were, at, we're talking about ghosts, and I was like, oh, I've never had any experiences. But then I was thinking back on it, I'm like, actually, I think I've, I've had a couple. And one of them was... I was at a lake house with my wife and some of her family, and there was, like, a bathroom sink going on, like, running in the middle of the night and then shutting off. And I remember, like, we assumed it was somebody was, like, up, but then we found out that, like, they weren't even staying there that day. You know, like, and, like, so nobody, like, literally nobody turned it on, and it wasn't, like, a drip. It was, like, full-on faucets on, full-on faucets off. And so we woke up the next day, and, like, nobody was, like, well, no, I didn't go to the bathroom. Like, I wasn't in there. It was, like, okay. Probably haunted. and I, So I'm definitely in on ghosts, for sure. And there's more, again, in the Mac and Goo episode. Uh, whose life or career arc would you rather have? Luke Skywalker, Captain America, Batman, or Tom Brady? There's a lot. I mean, the only person who has, 
I was thinking about this. The only person who has like zero tragedy in their life really is Tom Brady. Is Brady? I know he's dealing, you know, because his, his mom, I, I think, his is doing okay sick. now. Yeah, she got sick, she's but yeah. she's doing all right now. So, but if you think of the story, like you, the story of Tom Brady, he was like he was picked 199th overall in the yeah. NFL draft, and blah blah blah. He was picked in the NFL draft. Right. He went to Michigan. He played he in the Orange Michigan. Bowl. Like <laughs> he's doing he won all the right. Orange Bowl. Right. You like he's won five. Like that's not even like. Yeah. Where is the hardship? He's married to like. At one time, the hottest supermodel yeah. in the world. I think I think it's Brady. I mean, Batman doesn't have parents. Captain America is living in a different time. And Luke Skywalker, there's a lot going on there. We just saw him recently. He's drinking yeah. milk straight from the teats of these weird creatures. So, but that with, said, yeah, that said, I'm still going with Batman. <laughs> yeah, he's, he is the man. Uh, what did you want to be when you were in high school? Uh, this is Rich can vouch for this. I actually there was a time uh, right at the end of high school where I actually chose to go to the college I went to because of their criminal justice program. Yes, and I um, I wanted to be an FBI agent. Um, and we make a lot of we make a big deal out of the fact that I am a classicist. Yes, on this, we do. On we make podcast. a huge deal out of it as we should. Fun fact: yeah. I actually entered college as a double major in criminal justice and physics. I wanted to do ballistics. Pretty good. So there's that fun fact. You're like uh, Barry Allen. You're like a yep. Uh, I wanted to be well. This was more like elementary and, and middle school, but I wanted to be a game show host. I was really you still could do it. I really, I would love to be a game show host. Still do it. Who was your first celebrity crush? Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, I don't remember. It's probably either Jennifer Love Hewitt or Sarah Michelle Gellar. It was like around Mine? like you know like that kind of nineties. Late 90s. If you want to go like crush, like little kid crush, it was probably Alyssa Milano and who's the boss? Alyssa Milano or uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. I remember being like, that was one of the first times I was like, oh, wow. Like, You're like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> My pants are tight. Uh, <laughs> did you ever consider frosting your hair? No, but at, when I was a teenager um, in, in, or a preteen and the grunge era was big, um, I actually, I have, uh, I have a shaved head now. I had like curly hair and several cowlicks, so I actually tried to chemically straighten my hair. Yikes! It didn't work. It didn't work. I never, I never considered frosted tips. I think I tried sun in one summer to see, and it, like it yeah. didn't really do much. So my brother was big into the big into the sun in. Oh yeah. All right, last one. You're stuck with, and this is similar to the uh, the island question, but there's a little bit more to it. So you're stuck with three TV shows, three movies which we already answered, three types of food and three types of drink, and it, water does not count. What okay. what would your three things for the rest of your life be? Okay, three shows. Breaking Bad. Yep. The Office. Because yep. I feel like Breaking Bad is like stuff you'll find in different episodes. Yeah, they like need you to watch be, that forever and They find need stuff. to be rewatchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Office, which I can just watch yes. forever. And just based on sheer volume, I'll take The Simpsons. Oh, that's good. You'll, yeah, they'll never run so out of Simpsons. That's good. Even if they're bad, you can just watch them. That's good. I would go with uh, Seinfeld, The Wire. And I think it's always sunny in Philadelphia, although The Office is really close, too. But I think I'll go with sunny. All right, so now go movies you already did, so go to food. Uh, I would love just a lifetime supply of these three things. Anna's Taqueria, which I desperately miss being in Connecticut, Mm -hmm. that I can't go to Anna's Taqueria anymore. Uh, Beef lo mein, which I love beef lo mein. Oh, nice. And corned beef and cabbage. Oh, my God. You like corned beef and cabbage? I love corned beef and cabbage. Oh, my God. That is very Irish of you. I would go with... Anything buffalo chicken, like a buffalo chicken sub, a buffalo chicken wrap, a buffalo chicken anything, like if, if wings, but tenders, I don't care. Anything buffalo chicken, yep. uh, donuts, like, uh, love donuts, and I guess French fries, like like good fries, like fries that yeah. I like. Those like good fat steak fries. No, no, no. I, I'm more of a thin fry guy or a curly a fry. fry. Yeah. Oh, right. All right. And three. Waffle, where do you stand on waffle fries? Uh, love them. Okay. I'm in on waffle fries as well. Now, three beverages. This is easy for me. It's going to be, you already know the answers. Ginger ale. Gin, ginger ale, coffee, Yep. Jack Daniels. Well, that's pretty hard to beat. I'm going to go iced coffee specifically, Long Island iced teas, and Mountain Dew. See, I will go, okay, so if we're getting specific, cold brew, cold brew iced coffee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, that's good. Just yeah. missing the cut would be like IPAs or double IPAs, but I figure for the rest of my life, I'd rather have those other three things. So... I think that's going to do it for the email bag, Ryan. What do you think of that? And uh, just missing the cut for me is Tropical Punch Kool-Aid. Also a good <laughs> flavor. Very yeah. delicious. So 
Here's the deal. Uh, sorry if we missed any of your questions, but thanks for all of you who did either email or uh, tweet us. You can continue to do that. Maybe we'll try to work them into future episodes as well. Uh, before we get to the pick of the podcast, Ryan, I have a very special drink of the podcast. Oh, hit me with it, baby. Now, I don't want to sound sexist here, Ryan, and maybe this will. I can always edit it and post, but women love wine. Sure do. They love wine. Now, I can only base it off of my history. My wife loves it. My sister loves it. My mother loves it. My nana loves it. My sister's-in-law love it. My mother-in-law love They all love wine. And guess what? We have a deal for you about the best wine on the earth. Kelly and Young Wines. That's two E's in Kelly. K-E-L-L-E-Y. You can check them out. KellyYoungWines.com. If you mention hashtag dork, you will get 15% off your first order. That's pretty good. Email, hey. email Chris, uh, Chris at KellyYoung.com. Email him. He'll hook you up. You can go onto their website, pick out some rosés, pick out some Sauvignon Blancs, pick out some whatever you want. they got a great list there. And, again, my wife, I would say, I'm not speaking out of school here, she drinks a ton of wine. She, she, <laughs> she drinks all the wine. She's had a lot of different kinds of wine. She's a big rosé fan. And she said to me, no bullshit, this is, her, this is the best rosé she's ever had. Wow. And she's maybe had them all. At least as far as I know, she has had a ton of rosé. She, yeah, she says fact, it's perfect. <laughs> she cannot get through the day with me unless she drinks rosé. And this, she said this is her favorite. You know what? Now that you say that, you might not be wrong. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a huge wine guy. And even I had a sip of this thing the other day. And I was like, this is really good. I'm like, this is good stuff. So they have a bunch of different flavors. Again, kellyyoungwines.com. Email Chris. Chris at kellyyoung.com. Hook up your order. 15% off. So you go order $100 worth of wine, that's $15 off. Order $200 Love worth it. of wine because it's that good, $30 off. That's on us. You're welcome. That's good math. All right. You ready for Pick of the Pod time? Hit me. Pick of the Pod. Pick of the Pod. Pick of the Pod. Pick of the Pod. All right. Quickly here, Ryan. Kick, receive, defend, a goal, defer. I'll receive. Okay. I got two Netflix picks for you right now. How let's, about that? Let's hear it. One of them is the – it's a story – of the founding of the National Lampoon, which is responsible for Caddyshack and Animal House and the National Lampoon magazine, starring Will Arnett and Donald Gleason. It's called A Futile and Stupid Gesture. It's on Netflix. Watch it. It's hilarious. Okay. And sad at the same time. Oh. And the other one is another Netflix show. If I was a huge fan of The Soup on E! Oh, that yeah, they got yeah. rid of, yeah, yeah. Joel McHale. So now Joel McHale has his own weekly show on Netflix called The Joel McHale Show with Joel McHale. Nice. Um, which is basically just The Soup and you can swear. So watch that. It's actually first, the first two episodes are out. They're really funny. All right. Very good. I'm going to go with a, uh, a horror movie that uh, came out last year called Happy Death Day. This is the one you probably saw the the, uh, the, uh, the previews for. It's literally Groundhog Day. Uh, the girl gets murdered, but then she wakes up, and like the whole point of the movie is she's trying to figure out who murdered her. It's pretty good. It's like a 90-minute horror movie, and, and for those, like there's a lot of crap. This one I actually enjoyed. So check out Happy Death Day. That wasn't my pick last week, was it? I don't think so. No, it was not. It was uh, another, oh, it was the, it was another it was, one. It was the ritual. That's right. Yeah, was, yeah the so, ritual. Yeah. Happy Death Day it is. That's going to do it for us. Next week, we are excited to have another Comic-Con episode. Northeast Comic-Con. Perhaps the con of all cons, Ryan. You got it. The con of all cons. You want people watching uh-huh. 100%. And, um, again, my, my offer still stands. Limit one per customer if yes. you show up at the Comic-Con uh, wearing... T Public gear, right? Is that what was that my deal? Tpublic.com. We have all kinds yeah. of stuff. Thanks to Goo from Mac and Goo. We have all kinds of Davy Video Game Minute shirts, hashtag dork shirts, fix it and post shirts, pick of the pod shirts, all and they're updating this thing weekly. So go check it out. You can get t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, uh, tanks, whatever the hell you want. It's all there. Yeah. Uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes. We appreciate all of those when you do that. You can uh, Tweet us at Dork Podcast. Email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. Davey, the people can follow just you. At Arvon D on all social media platforms. All right, that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to this week. We'll be back next week with some great interviews from Northeast Comic Con.